In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily I say unto you, If you have faith and doubt not, you shall not only do this which was done to the fig tree, but also if you shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and it shall be done. Matthew chapter 21, verse 21. I have to be honest with you, as far as I can tell, there isn't any mountain standing someplace other than where it's always been which would be, seem to present a kind of dilemma. Does that mean either no one has ever had real faith, or does it mean what Jesus was saying isn't true? Our lesson today should give us some clue that the supposed dilemma begins with a false premise, that all-encompassing faith and the banishment of doubt would lead someone to literally cast mountains into the sea. One might have the authority to cast a mountain into the sea, Jesus certainly did, he is the Lord of creation after all. As St. Paul wrote to the Colossians, for by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in the earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him. Authority means having the right to do something, the sanction or authorization, which is different than the power or capacity to do something. I have the power to drive 100 miles an hour out here on the street, but not the right, unless I'm late for church. Our lessons today are all about authority and faith. Now, there are two types of authority, which are sometimes referred to as structural authority and cultural authority. Structural authority is one we are all intimately aware of. Structural authority is the one that the President of the United States has, or a police officer, or a parent of a child. There is a certain amount of authority vested in the position. Authority is derived from one's position regardless of who that person is. The person in front of you in the checkout at the supermarket has the authority to give, you up, give up his place in line to you, but you don't have the authority to take his. On the other hand, cultural authority is derived from one's ability to command respect. It is something granted or ascribed to that person idea, or concept. The young priest, fresh out of seminary, new to the parish, has structural authority, but the wise old holy parishioner that everyone goes to for spiritual guidance, bypassing the priest, has cultural authority. We human beings crave structural authority. If I get this position, if I win this political office, if I have this title or these letters after my name, things will change. People will do what I say. People will respect me. And perhaps some will. I suppose it's possible that all that's missing from your life is a different job title on your business card. Some people might respect you more because you're called Dr. Henry instead of plain old Henry. The student in the classroom will do what you say because you stand in front of the blackboard. But respect you? That's a different matter entirely. That requires cultural authority. That's a matter of faith. Faith is a voluntary act of the will. It is a decision that we make, not always consciously, and if we're being honest, perhaps rarely consciously. Nevertheless, faith is a decision we make. It is a decision to reach out beyond the capacity of understanding and to embrace and hold fast to something, to trust and believe in it. We display our faith in things all the time without understanding them. 
We have faith that the money we use has value. We don't have to understand fiat money versus commodity money. We simply accept as a matter of faith that a slip of green paper has worth. Likewise, we have faith that the airplane, airplane will take off and fly. True, some people struggle with their faith in th that situation. But facts regarding aerodynamic forces rarely play a part in our faith or lack thereof. Faith isn't like knowledge of facts. Instead, it's like knowledge of a person. We know facts by understanding them. We know a person by spending time with them. We don't get to know facts in the same way we get to know a person. Knowing a person, in the end, means understanding what they will do in a situation. When I can tell what will make a person smile, what will make them happy, what will make them sad, how they handle adversity, what they will do when the chips are down, that's what it means to know someone, for good or ill, their strengths, their faults, their foibles, their flaws. In our gospel lesson today, although he has never met Jesus, the centurion knows him. He has faith in him, Jesus the person. Faith in Christ is our response to God acting upon our soul. It is through faith that we respond by reaching out and encountering him. It is through his encounter with Christ that the centurion responds in faith. In Jesus, the centurion met the culmination of faith, authority, and power. Faith in Jesus as a person, authority because he's the only begotten son of God, and power because he is very God of very God. In Jesus, we encounter the one for whom faith is never misplaced. Authority is never misused or abused, and power is always just. If we have faith, we could move mountains. But we make a critical error if we think that it means, what that means is to really, really believe we can move the mountain. Frankly, that's an impossible task. Who could possibly silence all doubt? And with every ounce of will, summon all their faith and belief and do that. Or to give a more familiar example, who of us, when asking God to heal the affliction of a loved one, could banish all doubt and truly, truly believe that they will be healed? Now, there are some Christians who do believe such things. They would say, if only your faith was stronger, you could have healed that person. There are no words to describe how truly damaging such a misguided theology is, because in the end, it amounts to blaming someone's apparent lack of faith for the sufferings of life. Thankfully, this isn't what God asks of us. That's not who God is. We don't heal people through our faith. Instead, we have faith in the God who has authority, power, and inclination to make all things new. Our faith is in Jesus Christ, God and man. And when we believe in him, putting our faith in him, we can see that every mountain is where it ought to be. There is no need to move mountains, whether they be physical or the metaphorical mountains, those struggles in our lives that seem so daunting to endure. Instead, with faith in Christ, although we might wish that they were not in our way, nevertheless, they are endurable. Why move a mountain when we know that we can climb it in Christ? Likewise, when we pray for healing, it is our faith in Jesus Christ that assures us that our prayers all our prayers are heard. Faith in Christ is also essential in making today's epistle understandable. With faith in Christ, we can humbly submit ourselves to the authority of leaders 
and rulers, rejoicing when it's just and right, enduring it when it isn't. With faith and in faith, we may seek to change the world, praying to God to purify our motives, submitting ourselves to his authority. Understanding that change, real change, is never accomplished through structural authority, but through cultural authority, because true change is not a matter of rules, regulations, or laws, but a change of heart. We seek to change the world by changing people, but never with a need that things be other than they are, because who we are in Christ isn't dependent on things. Instead, who we are is dependent on our relationship with and in Jesus. When Peter saw Jesus walking on the water and went out to him, his faith in Christ held him up. It was when he looked down, relying on his own faith, when he began to sink into the sea. If Peter had kept his eyes on Christ, maintaining his faith in Jesus, he would have been buoyed up. So whatever lay before us, be it a mountain, the authority of rulers, sickness and death, or as today's colic describes, the many and great dangers we face, we have faith in Jesus to hear our prayers, granting us such strength and protection as may support us in all dangers and carry us through all temptations. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.